This podcast is brought to you by our partners at 8 Star Energy. 8 Star Energy, a clean energy company, leading the future of portable and renewable energy. To find out more, follow them on Facebook at 8 Star Energy. I want a checking purpose for football all the time. Now we've got our backs against the wall and we're going to fight and we're going to fight hard. You've got to show me all the guts and all the determination you've got in your body. You've got to inspire me. A marvellous kick. That's as good as you'll ever see. And puts Graham back in front. I don't know about you guys, but if I see one bloke walking out of here, give the pat on the back from people out there for a good effort, I'll spill up. From inside the centre square, boys kick the goal. Boys kick the goal. From inside the centre. F*** <laughs> <laughs> Hey friends, welcome to Danny Boyd, a podcast about the greatest sporting club in the known universe, the Footscray Football Club, trading as Western Bulldogs. I'm Danny McGinlay, my co-host, co-host, cohort as well, uh, is a man who played a few games for the Dogs, never lost to the Essendon Football Club. I like that vibe this week. He also never beat Port Adelaide, so I think that just fits in. Anyway, Tom Boyd, hi. Did I ever play against Essendon? Uh, yeah, you I played one game. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and beat him. Very, very uh, esteemed statistic today, Danny. I appreciate the uh, the homework you put in. It's uh, good to be here. Exciting time of year, and um, we've made it to the finals somehow. Though it feels like the season only started a little time ago. Um, but more importantly than that, Danny, we have um, our most esteemed guest, our first ever second attendee, second guest spot, Toby McLean. Welcome aboard, Toby. How are you, mate? Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on again. I'm very well, very well. It's actually apt because you were actually our first ever guest, so it's it suits that you're our first ever return guest. This <laughs> officially makes you a friend of the show, Toby McLean. Yeah, I appreciate that. A bit different this time, obviously. I had you guys over at my house last time, so a bit different. Where are you? Are you- are you in your house? I am in my house, yes. Can't be anywhere else. <laughs> right. yeah, is it indicative that we've, we've run out of Bulldog supporters, Danny, to, uh, to <laughs> have on? Or is it just like Toby's such an esteemed guest that we bring him back quickly? Well, I, I actually wanted to talk to a player this week just to, you know, uh, kind of because we're getting into finals. This is normally my absolute favourite time of year because it's when the weather's getting a bit warmer. It's 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 birthday season. Happy birthday, Tom, by the way, for Thank you. Uh, last Thank you. Saturday. It's all uh, downhill my... from here, mate. Yeah, yeah. From You were probably getting your first ever proper hangovers at age 26. Like you, I'm sure you've thought you've had hangovers before, but now... <laughs> Your metabolism starts slowing, and you'll get a proper one. Uh, I will. I was just telling um, both Danny and Toby before we got on the show that I actually I'm out in regional, and I thought I was going to get a birthday out of home, but not to be this year. Um, second year in a row stuck inside. So anyway, yeah. I just figure that I'm actually still 24. That makes sense to me. Oh, nice. Yeah, that works. That works. Uh, so, but yeah, it's birthday season, uh, weather's getting warm, footy finals is where you go out to pubs and it's really exciting and, uh, but yeah, it's not that time of year. We're in lockdown and even worse, the dogs are terrible. So I wanted to get someone from the, well, you know, our form is terrible. We're obviously still the greatest club in the known universe, but Toby, um, the question on everyone's, uh, mind is, uh, 
well, firstly, you know, how's your knee, blah, 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 all of that. <laughs> should, we, should we do the cliche dances, get them out of the way? Yeah, if you like. Well, first yeah, of all, on. I thought you would have got someone on that's actually playing this week rather than some sad injured bloke that isn't even a look-in. No, yeah, we couldn't get Josh Bruce. So. Yeah, we can't. Um, we, we can't. Yeah, it's always hard, Toby. You know what it's like, Lady. This is not your first finals campaign that you've been at the club for. It's, um, it's difficult trying to get players on at this time of year. There's plenty of questions to ask and not many answers to be given. Everyone's yeah. trying to hold their cl- uh, cards close to their chest. Especially, especially eight o'clock on a Tuesday, it's hard to find people that. <laughs> no, but uh, knees, knees, good. Five weeks post surgery now, so um, I'm nearly walking by myself, which is uh, which is good. And I saw Brucey for the first time the other week. He came in and he's uh, already doing better than me. So what? Um, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, it's good to have him in. It's it's not good, but it's it's good to be able to go through this with uh, with someone that's yeah. What will you say walking by yourself? Are you rather like without crutches? Without crutches, yeah. Right, okay. You don't have a nurse that comes in and <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So, what, what do you mean by Brucey's doing better than you, Toes? Was yours a bit more complicated than just a simple? What What was the the go with yours? Yeah, I had a I had a bit more damage done inside my knee, like um, just a bit more meniscus damage and um, that sort of thing. Whereas he was, yeah, he wasn't as bad, so he's able to put a bit more pressure through his uh, yeah his bad leg. Actually, yeah, I've, I've, I've realised the question that we all... How did you do it? We, it was in training, wasn't it? Yeah, it was at training. It was just in a, in a handball game drill and I went to went to do some agility and it just gave way on me. Um, oh, man. Yeah. The, and so so no player tackled you. We're not no. naming names. No. wasn't uh, Lin Jong with a crowbar doing hot son- Tonya Harding style. <laughs> no, nothing like that. Just uh, I think just put it down to bad luck apparently. There's no really reason... Well, sorry, no real reason why why it happened or how it happened. It was just bad luck. So what, what was the it process is... like for this one, Toves? I mean, there's obviously a, a few things going on in the uh, the social ecosystem, given that you can't do everything as you normally would. What Was it was it more difficult to get in, in and out of hospital? Do you have any restrictions or did you get through it all right? Uh, I think when I did it, we weren't in lockdown at the moment, uh, at that moment, sorry, and... Um, I think I did at training on the Saturday and was able to get surgery on the Tuesday. So they got me in pretty quickly. Uh, I was I got Laura to to visit me as well, which was nice. Whereas last year, um, I wasn't able any uh, wasn't allowed any visitors. So um, it was a bit better this time. But uh, yeah, they always say the second time's easier than the the first. But uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't agree with that. Yeah, no. it's got to be worse mentally. Just like you, you, you played one game, didn't you? Uh, three. So three, three, and then one BFL game as well. Yeah, but it's yeah. just got to like knowing the the mountain that's ahead of you. Like, uh, you know, obviously it was depressing last year, but this year, it, like, just it's more. It seems more painful when you know exactly how what's what's in front of you. Uh, yeah, they say, oh, it's uh, at least you know what to expect. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's going to be just as just as bad, and um, yeah. Well, at least this time I've got Brucey to to sit beside me, and we can complain about it together. That's right. Well, so, what what are you up to at the moment, Tobes? Are you sort of in the gym, some light upper body stuff? I know how much you love making sure that your um your upper body <laughs> chassis is in terrific nick. What what's what's keeping you busy at the moment? Are you still being able to get into the club? 
Yeah. Um, well, the positive this year, I don't have shoulder surgery to worry about, so I can focus on my upper body strength and just focus on getting huge. So that's the aim, um, which I've been able to do. So been to the club quite a quite a bit the last few weeks, um, just a bit of one-on-one time with the physios and that sort of thing. So um, they're happy with my progress at the moment. And can you go into the gym? Just like even you got one, you, you I presume you, you put in some sort of knee brace, but then you can still like get on the bench press and work the work your, uh, your upper body. I'm not on the knee brace anymore. I had that for the first two weeks, but yeah, I'm just on one crutch and I'm just sort of yeah. Lifting <laughs> so you just hobble between yeah uh, weights equipment. Man, that must be hilarious to look at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also inspiring. Uh, no, knowing yeah. Toby, knowing Toby, he probably brought a couple of dumbbells into the hospital with him. If you ask me, <laughs> uh, no comment on that one. <laughs> Which were we in the same hospital, Western? Uh, the Avenue in Windsor. Oh, is that because la- last time you were at the Western Hospital, were you? Uh, no, the same one. Oh, same one. Okay. Yeah, same right. one. I was hoping to compare food and all of that. And, uh... Uh, yeah. Not great. The, the, right. the, the, the Avenue Hospital is basically a second home to the dogs players, I would say. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to agree <laughs> yeah. with that. Uh, so, Toby, the, the elephant in the room now that we've uh, gone out, you know, we've checked that you're all okay and still gorgeous and still a wonderful man. What? <laughs> you do look what? good, Toby. Yeah, he's got a lot. He's wearing, he's wearing a bulldog's beanie. I mean, I'm going to take a photo of us all for uh, the for the socials. In fact, let's just do that now. Here, everyone. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you, um, Tobes. Tom, from the fans' point of view, can you just? I mean, every bulldogs fan is just kind of answering, asking. What the fuck? And we don't have answers, and I'm sure you don't have answers, but you're going to have something that's closer to an answer than what we have. I have plenty of theories. Uh, none of them can, you know, can be proven. Uh, so <laughs> please either make us feel better or or give us the the tough love that'll uh, make it make this weekend less painful. Yeah, well, as you said, it's uh, I'm going to be guessing really as much as you because I'm not out there, but um, from the outside looking in, I just, I think we've had a few, a few injuries and then a few boys coming back from injury, which uh, it's always hard um, when you come back in the first few games, you sort of get in your groove back um, with, um, you got your dunks and your Trelaw and those sort of boys. Um, uh, probably just take a while to get their groove back and then to fit in with the other midfielders who have been um, playing so well without them. Um, just trying to get their synergy back, I think, um, is one of the main parts. And then a lot of talk uh, happens on the outside about um, our lack of Ruckman as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, so big Steph Martin being out for the all quite a long time has, uh, uh, yeah, it's probably hurt Tim English this year having to take a lot of the, uh, um, the brunt work in there. So... Um, yeah, and then obviously the, another injury to Brucey, and we've lost our best key forward. I don't know, just I, it's just a key of well, a string of things you probably put together. Um, but the boys are excited this week. A lot of a few boys get to play their first final, um, yeah. and it's against Essen as well, who we probably should have beaten a few weeks ago. So I think uh, the boys were pretty confident going into this week. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, something that we we all need to acknowledge as dogs fans, as much as we're all, even the the really negative ones. Like, uh, there's a bloke in my WhatsApp group, uh, Mick, who's even like he is the most negative bloke in the WhatsApp group. <laughs> Everyone has one of that. Like, he's not only is the glass half empty, the glass is half empty. You shatter it and you slit your wrists with the shards. He's like, but even he pointed out that uh, you know we. In that game against Essendon, we had 60-plus inside 50s. They only had 39. We missed every shot at goal, and they kicked every single one. Peter Wright will, (laughs) you know, just – he could only – like, he just had some sort of magic magnetism that everything he touched, like, everything went right for them, everything went wrong for them, you know, right for them, wrong for us, and yet they still only just beat us. So we should be taking some confidence into this game despite the last three weeks. Yeah, definitely. I think in that game the, afterwards, I think the predicted score was for us to win by 35 points. So um, for us to only lose by whatever it was, under two goals, uh, I think we just had to get those little things right and we'll be sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So what 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 is the um, what is the gameplay? Are you part of the discussions again at the moment, Tobes, or are you sort of still on the outer? Are you going to team meetings and pre-game uh, and all that Yeah, stuff? I'm sort of still on the outer at the moment. Um, I haven't had a full day at the club for a while. I'm sort of just in, in for no, you're the just morning covering. and out. I'm pretty sure you know exactly, and you should just reveal the game plan right now, <laughs> Michael Talia style. <laughs> Michael Talia style, <laughs> and just leak it to the bo- to the world. So the bomb. No, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think at the moment it's a bit earlier in the week where we're still reviewing the game going by. So. Um, when it comes to next week's game, it, I think it's about Thursday where they start talking about it. Is that one of the, as footy players, is it just one of the worst uh, things, like for when when muggles like myself ask you stuff about the gameplay, that you, you know, anyone with half a brain knows you can't talk about it. You know, you can't, you've got to keep these things secret. So, and you've got to answer in cliches. How, how frustrating is that? Uh it's not I don't really come across it that often I don't like, <laughs> don't just hang we, around don't hang around with fans all day yeah. <laughs> you're the only Bulldog supporters I really talk to so oh. <laughs> I don't, I don't know honor. that many yeah <laughs> well, no is it one, your butler yeah. talking to people and you know, having, you know when your chauffeur stops at no. the red lights don't people recognise you or is the tint too strong in the limousine <laughs> the tint oh if you've seen You've seen my car, you know that it's nowhere near to being in limousine. The, the Ford Laser or whatever you were driving for a while. There. What the was that thing you used to drive? The Mazda 626, my first car and only car. That thing was Still got there. it? Still got it, still runs okay. <laughs> <laughs> How much pressure are you under to get a new car? It's uh, got to be pretty by who? By who? Laura? Well, every player who knows you, obviously Laura. Yeah. Uh, it's sort of more under more pressure uh, with Laura than anyone else at the moment because we, wherever we go somewhere together, we're always driving her car and she's sick of it. So, <laughs> fair enough. Too. You- I, to get, I, I gotta say, Danny, the, I reckon one of the big fallacies is like that there's some super intricate game plan every week that the players are like trying to hide from the general footballing public. Like, there might be one or two positional things going on but I can't imagine that they're doing something that's like changing the game or reinventing the wheel considering it is final time yeah a lot of that will probably have to do with um, people coming in and out of the side and sort of positional stuff where say where last week where Lewis Young came into the side and 
he's usually a backman, but um, he started in the ruck, so it'd be it'll be something like that if anything was to change. All right, yeah. See, I'm I'm probably overcomplicating and romanticizing it that you guys are like, you know, doing military style strategic. And, you know, it's, or, or even like the Aussie rules football is played like American football. Like every time there's a stoppage, you're all going, okay, now we're doing the blue 42 play. And uh, when really you're just like see ball, get ball, kick to, kick towards goal. Yes, kick through the big sticks. I, I was talking to a, uh, a, a Bulldogs fan today who actually is an avid listener of the podcast, Paddy. And he was trying to tell me about all these like intricate theories he had about why the coaches were doing what they're doing, like in the lead up to finals and all these mind games. He goes, mate, like, you know, how, how much thought process do these guys put into all of these mind games and stuff they play? I said, well, about 50% of them think about it. 50% of them do it by accident. You know, <laughs> like it's just, it, I do remember, I mean, Bevo's a bit of a, he's got a bit of a history of playing around a little bit with the lineup or throwing people on the interchange who are actually starting on the ground. Or I, I remember one of the games we played in Tassie, must've been in my first season at the Bulldogs. Uh, Bont was injured, but he basically trained or oh, warmed up and then got pulled out last minute. So Bevo's got a bit of a proclivity, I think, to, uh, to mess yes. around with it a bit, but I knew it. There's a honey trap. You guys are laying a honey trap just so we get a romantic story. Because I, I got to admit, I, I did do some research into every eventual Premier's last loss before the finals. And, like, pretty much the, the, the best, everyone loses in, like, round 22, 21. Uh, the, the outlier there is actually the Tigers last year, who their last loss was round 11. Uh, but then they lost oh, wow. a qualifying final. So, look, there's always there's always something. So, I look, even in 2016, we lost in round 23. That the last team to uh, be top of the ladder, though, and then lose three games on the trot at the end of the year was Hawthorne in 1975. They still made the grand final. There you go. I there love you go. Research from you. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how much of, it, yeah, of an indicator that is. It's like Daddy's just thinking back to 2016 and going, hey, we lost the last game. There's got to be something in this. That's what I do. Yeah. That's what I do. And hey, I, do you want another? I've got an even stupider fact. Uh, this isn't, I didn't come up with this. I was chatting to, uh, I don't know if you were on Twitter. There's a bloke called Swamp. He works at Channel 7. He's a stats man. Uh, I, I was talking to him the other day and he said, something you've got to be aware about with Essendon. In 2020, they won the most tosses of the league. They won 12 out of 17. Whereas this year, they have lost the most tosses. They've won, only won six out of their 22. So Hasn't Melbourne we, won 17 tosses this year? Well? Uh, not according to Swamp, no. Oh, I thought I saw something different. Oh, maybe there's a rival. Maybe there's a battle between the stats guys. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, what does what, what it actually? It, it interests me, Toby. Obviously, since I'm an ex-player, but firmly on the out, I don't really spend too much time talking through the mood of the place. And I know you've had a few things going on this year, so I understand you might not have a, a full array of insight. But what, what has it felt like this year compared to last? Has it been a bit of a similar experience in terms of the frustrating patches, um, you know, both from the experience of being in a compromised season, but, um, you know, that in tune with obviously the ups and downs of the form. What's the place feeling like at the moment? Uh, yeah, obviously last year with the hub, it was um, a lot more difficult to sort of get through the season uh, mentally, but the, I think the group of boys that we have at the moment, I think 
Bont talks about it so much, how close we all are. Um, and, yeah, with the mood, I think uh, it's it's been pretty good, even though we have been losing. Um, and the coaches do a great job of not ripping into blokes and people getting down, like in meetings and that sort of thing. It's all quite positive and it's about looking forward to the next game and not holding on to too many things um, with the game played uh, the week before. So um, I think when we win this week, especially the week following, um, the vibes will definitely increase. Um, what's the um, what's driving that closeness, Tobes, do you think? I mean, we, we were a very close side five years ago. Um, a lot of young guys, sort of similar ages. But are you really driving it as the social master these days? or <laughs> uh, I try to drive it as much as I can. But as you said, we had a lot of young guys back when you were playing. But it's it's even like, – everyone's just in a close age group um, now um, with, I think, a lot of the new boys. Just We just get along so well. Um, and there's not there's not many old boys left. Like we've got Easton Wood, who's probably yeah. the oldest at the moment. Ooh, um, not and Easton, and that's probably about it. But he tries to act young, so <laughs> he tries. But yeah, uh, he tries by him. making Star Wars references. Yeah, quite hard dad, to like dad jokes. Like Mitchie Wall loves a dad joke at the moment. Um, so yeah, it's, Mitch, it's yeah, Mitch has been good. Mitch has done you know difficult jokes to deal with for a long time. These it <laughs> 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 was yeah. nothing to do with he, he, before a father. He was a father after he was a father. He's, he's always been bad. He's definitely a father now. I'll tell you that. And we should point out, uh, Steve Wallace, uh, Mitch Wallace is going to be best man at your wedding, Tom. So you've you've you know him quite well and have endured these horrible jokes. Yeah, well, close, exactly. Point blank I've, range. I've had to meticulously plan around him trying to throw in poor jokes in his speech. So I've got a very heavy minder standing behind him with a big stick if he starts telling it, it's stupid. <laughs> Hey, Tom, i got a question for you. Um, with all the with, – with lockdowns and, uh, you know, our favourite club uh, struggling in form and just general uncertainty uh, at the moment, is there any – you know, you, from your mental health expertise, is there any techniques that we could uh, be working on or – I mean, there's always the obvious, uh, you know, talk, you know, drink water, exercise, uh, talk to loved ones – is is there anything else we can do in this? Like it, this will be a stressful weekend for for all of the the Footscray community. Uh, what? Is, yeah, is there is there anything else we can do? Like a bit of a magic potion that you know won't fix everything, but might give us a bit of a lift. Well, if the dogs win, it'll help. Um, yes, that is obviously the magic potion. <laughs> in a sense, you know, I I was talking to someone about this recently. And it's sort of come up a few times, and I, I sort of get a bit. Um, defensive when I've heard the criticisms of the, let's say, the extra liberties that our AFL football has been given to continue working, obviously, when other industries haven't. But it's been such a lift for so many people to be able to watch their team play, if nothing more than a distraction. Um, so I do think that's been really helpful. And I have spoken to people who literally said that footy's helped me get through, you know, especially last year, but also this year. So I think that is, there is something to that. But look, I think my thing that I try and tell people is that there's a certain amount of things that obviously we can't do that are dictated by you know, whatever rolling restrictions we're dealing with at this period of time. But 
there's also a lot of things you can do. I mean, routine's really important. Structure's really important. Um, connecting with other people consistently is important, and particularly in a way that puts, uh, I would describe it as putting energy back into your cup as opposed to, to draining it. So that probably means that you're not going from your Twitter feed to start a <laughs> talking to your, I don't know, your aunt or your cousin or something about how bad the world is rather going around and talking about something that's a bit more positive. Um, and then generally, look, the Lifeline game that went through on the weekend was a really important um, moment in time where we're trying to raise money for a, a very um, beneficial part of our community in Lifeline and, and the supporter kits that they've got out there are really, really beneficial in terms of how to facilitate difficult conversations um, and then even more so, you know, a $39 support pack um, will make you a mental health supporter of Lifeline and helps them and their critical responders do the wonderful work that they do. So, Yeah, I did do that. I was hoping, I did it on Friday, hoping that the karma meant we would uh, get top four, but it didn't work. <laughs> Fascinating how your mind works. <laughs> <laughs> Very superstitious, eh? Well, I can't, I can't get out there and, and help you win the game, so I'm just trying to do whatever I can. To, I mean, my son has a thing like whenever the Bulldogs score a goal, he has to do three laps of the couch. And, and look, I, I don't, I'm not going to tell him not to do that. What if it does help? Yeah. <laughs> it, it honestly can't hurt. I mean, I, I don't, you're not a superstitious footballer, are you, Tobes? You didn't have any idiosyncrasies along the years that I can remember. Uh, not, nothing really. I sort of just had my game day jocks, uh, but that's just because they were go. my most comfortable jocks. Um, oh, okay. All right. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like that's, I'm not, I, that's not really I don't, anything, is it? It's just, I don't get that one. It's so confusing. Like, I mean, I understand the whole comfy jock situation, but it's like, then there's the guys who like, uh, just speedo advocates game day. Yeah, I don't get that. Like, well, I've had mine since 2015, since I've started. The speedo. Oh, really? No, no, I mean, the same job. <laughs> Are they, do you only wear them on game day or? Yeah. Okay, all right. So they're, so what so are you they're, doing? they're still in okay, Nick. Yeah, oh, they're not really. In a safe at home? <laughs> hey. You would just keep it in a safe at home in case something happens. Yeah. If they're going to rob your house, they're not taking the shock. One of the three <laughs> things I take with me. Uh, I always mm. used to laugh. It was it was genuinely like somewhat disturbing when you used to watch us play away games with white shorts and they the boys would be wearing their blue Western Bulldogs Speedos and it would just have big white Western Bulldogs across the back. Yeah. It just, seemed, just doesn't seem right. What's the worst uh, match day superstition you've heard of? You don't have to name names of a player, but obviously that would make it funnier. Uh, oh, I've got question. no idea. Yeah, that's a hard one. I mean, there's all those. There's plenty of plenty of guys who don't like touching the like the out like the the boundary line on the way through. Plenty yeah. of guys who have to be a certain order. Like I have to be first, or I, have, I mean, not first generally because of the captain, but I have to be second or something like that. I mean, Lockie yep. Hunter looks like he runs out second, like every time. Um, <laughs> every Wood has to do this big jump. Like, and he's, yeah, anyway, it's just like, <laughs> I don't know. There's, there's, whole, there's all, all the array of different um, ones, but I've never come across people who have been like just disturbingly OCD or, or, or obsessive compulsive about their preparation. So... There is a family in the cheer squad who had a really elaborate thing where they had to, 
like uh, watch the wedding singer the night before a game. And then wherever we were playing, didn't matter where it was, uh, obviously only in Victoria they'd do this. They'd have to go via Witten Oval and do like three laps of the Ted Witten statue and then go out there whilst playing a certain song. And it really was quite uh, quite intense uh, what they had to do. So this is, these are the sacrifices the fans are making. Maybe you guys could come up with some superstitions and we would, we would have made top four. <laughs> yep, that's a good point. All, all I could say to that, Daddy, is that the more superstitions you put in, the more room for mistakes and errors you have in your preparation. You know, that's a good point. Like too many. Also, times, that was always the thing, right? Like the the kids that I used to play, like say when we were playing juniors, if there was one kid who was like obsessed about doing something, and then it would always go wrong, and they'd just have like this really bad freak out about the game, and they'd play bad. And, uh, yeah, yeah, movie. that's a good point. And really, no one should have to sit through the wedding singer more than once. It's uh, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not one of my favourites. Yeah, I have to agree with you there. I'm a big Adam Sandler man, but uh, yeah, the wedding singer, not for me. Yeah, yeah. I was, I, I take, I think we didn't we discuss Adam Sandler last time you were on Tobes. Yeah, you I tried to re-listen did. to some of the episode. But... Did. <laughs> I try to bring him up as much as I can so we can talk about it. Have you guys watched uh, Ted Lasso? It's a big show on Apple TV that everyone's loving. I've no. heard it's good. I uh, it's on the list to watch. I cannot recommend it highly enough. It's my absolute favorite show. And if oh, by the way, if anyone just wants to feel positive about life, watch Ted Lasso. Um, I would like uh, you especially to watch it, Boydy, because we'll we'll have you on. Uh, I'll be able to chat to you in other episodes rather than wait till you know we run out of guests again and ask Toby uh, in three weeks. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I just want to know what what is the what is realistic about it because it's set at a, a English Premier League club. I just want to know what is the most realistic and unrealistic things about it. That's your homework. Uh, let's go to another question about uh, the dogs and everything. I mean, Boydie, how much have you been watching? Uh, bits and pieces. Um, I don't. I, I've, I've said this publicly quite a bit. I sort of follow from a distance. It's the easiest way for me to watch the footy these days, and I can't watch it. Uh, we spoke about this with. Uh, with with Martin Flanagan, I can't watch the footy anymore with the commentary on it. Just, it's just uh, I can't I can't deal with it. It's too yeah. bad. It's too hard. There's too many games. There's too much like airtime filling with commentary. There's too much criticism. I, I just it's too then, much. So, and then every now and then you you have to listen to Razor Ray as well, which just which is even worse. I, I've spent a bit of time with Razor. Um, I've done some sort of speaking gigs with him, and he's a he's a really interesting guy. But yeah, I remember when I used to like when he used to umpire against us, and the, the worst thing was trying to deal with him bouncing the ball at the centre bounce. It's like you can't I'm do six, it. Seven, and I can. I used to be able to jump anyway, and um, <laughs> it's not getting above my like elbow line when I held my arm up. I'm like this is impossible. I'm getting I'm getting injured because I keep running into people because the ball doesn't get bounced high enough. And he takes it personal too if you tell him to bounce it higher. He takes it real personal. Really? Yeah. See, this is good insight. I don't suppose anyone knows what Rourke Smith said to him that uh, made him on, on Friday night, if you didn't see uh, Boydie, at one point, <laughs> Razor said, do not talk to me that way. Yeah. yeah. Well, didn't Caleb got fined, didn't he? Yeah, Caleb so, got fined as well, well, yeah. Yeah, so apparently Rourke wasn't even talking to Razor. He was talking to the bloke he tackled. He's like, that's ah. how he <laughs> And then he thought, he, again, he took it personally. He thought it was about him and then, uh, and then made it about so him right. somehow. somehow. 
It's just like raises his ears, prick up, and he's just like, "Who said something? It's got to be about me." About me, yeah. <laughs> um, I actually like Fraser. I've, I've, he used to annoy me uh, just because he always seemed to give Hawthorne free kicks. But since they've mic'd <laughs> him up, I, I actually do like him. I think he's yeah. a good character of the game. He's good for the game. I think he's entertaining. Yeah. What, yeah. what did Caleb say, Toes? Uh, he was very stiff. Um, he said, have you got a Port Adelaide jumper underneath that yellow top? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I have been what? told that by umpires. Like, it's if you, like, this is in local footy, but if you, like, abuse them, you know, call them, you know, all sorts of disparaging names, they can sort of take that. But if you imply that they're cheating, yeah, that's when you get... I, I was uh, amazed. And then to be, what is it, $2,500 for that, I was shocked. I was I think, yeah, he'd did, rather get did, called. Did they, ask you to, did they ask you to split, split the fine tones or? <laughs> uh, yeah, we've got we've had so many fines lately. Like, I reckon Zane's had two, Hunt's had one. Like, it, every game there's been a fine. But I'm pretty sure it's the only, it's only the boys that are in the 23 that have to split the fines. So I've, I've you, been hang safe. on, you, is this a thing? You, you boys will all split the fines? Uh, yeah, that's what we do at the Dogs. Yeah. Wow, that's a great thing of of camaraderie and solidarity no it's not good that danny it's not good if you're like toby or myself you don't abuse umpires <laughs> <laughs> it seems to be the same people a lot that get the fines so yeah unfortunate for some they, they, all they, they like, used to make you do um danny they used to just like there'd be like a tiny segment usually before our review i don't know if Probably pretty similar now, Tobes, I imagine. They'd come in and they'd be like, oh, yep, so Hunter's got something to say or whoever, or Caleb or whoever got fined for the weekend. And they'd be like, yeah, so boys um, got a 2500 bucks fine. Uh, yeah, it was a bit unfortunate. Thanks for helping out. And they'd just, have to, like, just walk off and everybody would be like, what? Yeah. It's the <laughs> they have to come up. It's the exact same. I think we had a player meeting the other day and then, yeah, obviously Hunt's had his fine. Uh, yeah, obviously, boys, three grand on the weekend. If we could all chip in, that'd be great. <laughs> so 3000 divided by the 23, so it's 130 bucks each. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's... It used that's, to be that's, split that's, amongst the whole list, I think, at some stage before, probably just before we got there, Tobes, I reckon. Uh, yeah, possibly, possibly. God, that, that's unfair if you're not getting a game, but you still got to pay off <laughs> for the guys who are getting I think I remember it, Danny, because I was, um, and still am, but I was close with like Dan- uh, Daniel Pierce, who was a rookie at the time, or just been downscaled to a rookie. And he's like, man, I'm on 50 grand or whatever it was. I'm not getting a game. And I'm having to pay fines for all these idiots who want to wrestle. <laughs> oh, Steve. But in training and stuff, like, who umpires like your scratch matches? Uh, so Brent Prismal uh, does a few. Chris Maple. Um, are they, and are they, these are these are coaching staff people. Yeah, yeah. Priz is the welfare welfare guy. Um, Mapes is head of something. <laughs> footy, footy ops. Footy ops. Yeah, and then um, Gia used to umpire quite a bit as well. But then, yeah, he left us obviously. So, and is there abuse of? Uh, oh my God, Gia is an assistant coach at Essendon. Oh my God, he knows all our secrets. Uh, anyway, I'll, I'll get back. Is there any abuse of umpire people in the umpire's role in scratch matches? Uh, yeah, of course, of course, especially what, in the preseason. 
And don't, well, can't they then go, well, that would have been a $3,000 fine. That would have been 2500 to kind of bleed it out, you know, get it out of them. Um, well, yeah. Well, Chris Maple is definitely the guy to bring that up because he, he loves money. He's like, yeah. You <laughs> so <laughs> any chance to get some money, he'll, uh, he'll try and take it off you. <laughs> I, I would say, Danny, the problem is that at least at the games or the scratches that I played, the, the coach who was umpiring would argue back. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then you also got to think about Caleb didn't think about this Port Adelaide jumper like he's used that before he's, a, he's done that yeah, training, okay. he's obviously practiced that somewhere so you know you don't get good at um, articulating your frustration to an umpire by not doing it at training yeah alright fair enough fair enough alright well going back how much would an assistant coach uh, like Gia who's now at the Bombers be able to exploit known weaknesses because I just oh. thought of that, and I'm I'm now I'm now I'm now back on I'm now being very negative. I'm now worried. I'm again. worried about everything. Yeah. Now. God, do you know how many times I'm going to have to watch The Wedding Singer just to like, make myself feel better here? <laughs> well, it's the same with Jordan Russell was um, one of our midfield coaches, and he went to North Melbourne. So um, I don't God. know. We and we, we didn't, didn't beat him by a hundred points the second time. The second we played time. Him. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. It's they'll. They'll have some things on us, I guess, but uh, yeah, you can't take our talent away. So, yeah, oh. knowing oh, knowing what knowing what Bonty can do and being yeah. able to stop what he can do is two vastly different propositions. Yeah. Ah. Yep. Thanks, boys. You got me back. <laughs> uh, back Premiership favourites. Lids Ho- off again. Ho- hopefully, hopefully, G spends the whole week being like super paranoid about how good our midfield is. <laughs> it's like it's all. Like you know, <laughs> ramped up and gets in the the Essendon players' heads. Don't don't yeah. forget, we, we're play, we've got they've got Jakey as well, mate. So we, we've got yeah. we've seen Jake play for a long period of time. He's been one of their best players this year. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Do we? Who was that? Uh, the guy we brought over from Essendon who who had to sit out sixteen. Um, Crammery. Crammery. Right? Crammery, yeah. Did he when he came in and like we played the Bombers? So do they get sort of pulled aside and say, you know, like, hey, all right, so what should we be doing on Tipper, or you know, what should we do with, uh, you know, this player? Uh, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But the coaches do enough research; like they know exactly what every club's what what sort of strategies they have anyway. I reckon in my first year, Danny, um, when we played the Giants, I got asked a few questions. Um, I think it might have been by Gia at the time about their defenders or something. See, but I knew he does this. Oh, it, God. It, it's, it, it's, it does happen. It especially happens early in the year, I reckon, Tobes, more than anything. Like, later in the year, everyone kind of knows what's going on and what's, yeah. you know, what's, what, what's happening with the opposition and who's been playing well and yada, yada, yada. And the other thing to remember, Danny, I mean, things change so much in 12 months. By the time you leave a footy club and then it's round 10 when you play them, like, they could be completely different. Okay. All right. That's good to know. It's good to know. Thank you. Thank you for educating us. Out of the nose. So where will you be on on Sunday, Tobes? Watching? Are you? Do you? Were you and Brucey going to Witten Oval and watch on a big screen, socially distanced at Barker's Cafe? Or <laughs> uh, so we got a message earlier in the week about um, everyone flying to Tasmania, the whole squad. Oh, sweet! Um, because and then once we're there. Um, there's no flying back to Victoria until you lose. So we'll be on the road um, wow. for the whole final series. Um, and so you can fly with your knee and everything. You don't. Yeah. So I think I think I'm going to go. I'm going to go with everyone. I don't really want to miss out, especially if we keep winning and 
um, yeah, I want to be a part of it. So Bruce, he's a bit different to me. He's uh, He's got kids and, and the missus at home. And I think it's just a bit stressful if he was to come with just for moral support. So I think he's going to stay back and, yeah, we'll just go separate ways for a little bit. So when will you go over there, Tobes? Wednesday or something like that? Thursday? Uh, Wednesday's tomorrow. Uh, Granny's just sending a message and I'll have a look at it after. But it was meant to be Thursday, but it could be Friday, it could be Saturday. Just uh, I'll wait and see. Mm. Remember flying, Tom? Do you remember like getting on a plane and going to a different state? I don't, mate. I don't remember <laughs> it at all. I haven't... I can't even. I don't even know the last time I flew, which sounds a bit like precious. But it's. I, we. I used to do it all the time. I imagine as you probably did, Danny too. I just. But yeah, I, it's got to be at least, at least two years. Oh man! And yeah. Tobes, when you go down, will you? You'll be like in quarantine the whole time, like in a in a hub, I guess. Uh yeah, I guess so. Tasmania will have their rules and regs about what we can and can't do. Um, but we'll have access to hopefully a gym and training facilities, which I yeah. think that'll just be us. Beautiful back, part uh, of the world, yeah. In the hotel. And Beautiful in, part of the world. Yeah, Launceston. Yeah. yeah, sweet. Man, it's. Uh, wait, have you played down there, Boydie? What's what's? Is there any idiosyncrasies at that ground? Uh, the stadium's like not quite that high, so like if you kick the ball above like a certain height. The wind affects it, but if you keep the ball low, it doesn't. I'm not saying this is like a permanent rule down there, but that's actually what we got told when I played down there. We played against the Hawks. Um, I think that's the... I mean, I played some juniors down there, but we played against the Hawks in my first season, and it was like Mitch Wallace broke his back, Dale Morris oh. tore his peck off the bone. Um, Mitch Honey as well? Yeah. yeah he's, he, Luke Hodge just about broke his chest in half. And... Um, <laughs> And, and, you know, it was like round five or something and I ended up playing like 120-something minutes and, yeah, it was a pretty interesting game. We didn't go very well. Right. Lucas Webb, they no, that day as well. 15. Oh, yeah. Oh. I think um, they set a record for the most amount of um, marks inside 50 that day. Like, no joking. I think it was like, it was like 50 oh, or God. like 39 or something. Oh. Are we um So what would you be what would you be Oh yeah, you go Tom. So I was gonna say, Danny, have we have we got any um listener mail this week? Is no we, I, we we didn't get any time to get it out? No, I, I didn't uh, ask it considering uh, you know, we've had Toby before. I figure with repeat guests we won't uh, bother so much, but especially considering I'm pretty sure everyone was just gonna ask the same questions that I was asking. Uh, and the, and the last one I will ask is uh, to to both of you. What? Uh, how would you be going about uh, the preparations of this game? What are you expecting us to to do? Uh, in you know, I, I guess for strategy or technique or or psych up or I don't know. What? Give us a preview. Mm, preparations. I think we just go about it the same way. That's, normal. that's, that's for you. You Tobes. Yeah, I was just like, oh, just prep the way we normally do. I don't think you have to change too much. Just got to get some fundamental things right. Um, do Do you watch the highlight reel, Tobes, like we did in 2016? Just watch highlights of your best footy for the year as preparation for the game. Possibly. That could be a good hype-up sort of way to get everyone up. I don't know. I wouldn't mind that, actually. 
that you get can watch me the ads. The, the club put out that ad uh, with our new hashtag. By the way, I, re- I love this hashtag, uh, yield to none, because it's yeah. the, the literal translation of our Latin phrase, uh, chede nullis, or seed nullis, depending on which branch of Catholicism you go with. Yeah, I think we go with seed. You go with seed? Yeah. My dad, who used to go to church and it was all in Latin, he says chede. So, but, uh, you know, uh, hey, if if we have any Latin scholars who listen. Actually, no, we do have a Latin scholar who who listens in. There's a guy who teaches Latin at uni high and he listens to it. So, uh, there we go. There you go. There you go. Firm it for us. Yes, I can't really answer that question any better than that. Sorry, Danny. No, it's all right. It's a pretty. It's a, ultimately, I'm just looking for reassurance that we're going to win. Yeah, we yeah, will, yeah, yeah. We'll be right, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't have to rely on anyone else but ourselves. I'm like, we had to rely on Lincoln McCarthy to kick it out in the full rather than kick a point to make the top four. Oh. So. Hey, has there been any talk about the um the tw- extra 24 seconds that were put on in that game? Uh, not internally, no, but. Yeah, I was shocked when I saw that. I didn't. I was obviously watching, but I didn't even realize at the time. But that's a. It makes yeah. a big difference. That changes the whole result. Yeah, when we lost to Port on Friday, I was I was uh, you know I, I wasn't happy, but I took uh, the Lions' results a lot worse. Yeah, uh, I had to go do the dishes very angrily. <laughs> this is the. The one of the yeah, it's just and and worse worse. I, I I work for that TV show. Have you been paying attention? I'm going to be stuck in studio on Sunday. Uh, they offered me the week off, but uh, my wife said I don't want you to not go earn money and sit on the couch and yell and scare the kids. So I'll be in <laughs> stuck in studio just checking the score updates. Oh, you won't even be able to watch properly. No, 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 no. They weirdly at Channel Ten, they're they're not a fan of you putting on Channel Seven on the monitors. <laughs> yeah, strange. Wait, so you do filming on the Sunday and air it on the Monday? Is that how it works? That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so the lawyers can watch it uh, and on the Monday and just make sure we're not uh, we can cut out all of the the fruity yeah. stuff. Obviously, you can't have crowds at that show. Um, they do a really good nah. job with the crowd noises, don't they? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's you know the 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 crew just uh, well. Thankfully, you got you know it's a funny show. You got Tony yeah. Martin, Sam Pang in there, just being hilarious. So the crew, they just mic. Normally, the the guy, the people behind the cameras and lighting and stuff would have the mics away from them so they communicate, but they're put right on them, so it sounds like a crowd. Yeah, yeah, they, they know what they're doing. Working, yeah, they do better than um, the Channel Seven and Fox Footy crowd noises that they've got to put on. <laughs> Oh, oh, the fake crowds. The fake crowds, yeah. Sounds like Wii Sports. Yes. That's a great line. Yes. (laughs) I love it when they get it wrong. They like there's a kick that, you know, just hits the post, but they go goal and then oh no crap. Make a point. (laughs) Wrong button. (laughs) Wrong button. Oh Well, all the best with uh, your recovery, Toes. We do very much appreciate having you on. I do appreciate that. Thanks, Danny. It's a late-night interview, which we don't do too many of. But um, all the best for the recovery. Hopefully, the dogs get up this weekend. What have you got going on at the moment, Danny? Anything to uh, plug along the way? <laughs> nah, uh, I've got my other podcast, which is about all footy, called They Came to Play, and I've got this. And, uh, yeah, uh, gigs will be legal again sometime. I'm, I'm in a play that was supposed to be on in October, so I don't think that's happening. So, mm-hmm. uh yeah, I'll just be uh, doing dishes angrily uh, at my house. Uh, hopefully, they'll be a bit happier after this weekend, yeah. mate. Hopefully. Yeah, no, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. I'll be uh, 
Uh, yeah, I was about to say I'll host a big grand final party, but I can't even. You can't even plan that these days. So no. Oh well. Uh, yeah. No, nothing to plug. Just uh, hey, tell friends about um, Danny Boyd. Um, word of mouth is how podcast gets around. If you can give us a review, follow us on socials. That helps us all out. But uh, as for now, thank you, boys. I hope your team wins. Oh boy, frozen. Thanks, Danny. <laughs> Thanks, Hobes. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. Hopefully, get in the car. I get on my way. Today's episode was proudly brought to you by 8 Star Energy, creating energy for the future and power you can count on. Follow them on Facebook at 8 Star Energy. There's no fast way out of foot Says I'm grinding and improving when I go there. Line sticks tail in my underwear. What the hell? Did I just find? There's no fast way